cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots. And Jeff, cats we're not reviewing Drew Estates tonight. Oh. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick, the Bishop of the Burn, and with me, as always, it's Gator. And we are coming to you from the world famous St. Louis landmark, Hill Cigar Company, where we are going to be housed for the winter, if not in perpetuity. We have a winter, we have an over, well, a winter home studio. If we haven't overstayed our welcome through the winter. Yes. So. And we are out front uh, in an enclosure, but uh, for some reason tonight, I, they're having Death Race, you know, 2000. The in Autobahn. Front of the, yes. The Autobahn. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I've never seen cars move this fast on that street. It's it's a lot of vehicles going by right yes, now. So. a lot. But it's rush hour. Yeah, exactly. So, you know. Everybody's trying anyway. to get home. So tonight, we're going to be smoking something a little different. We purchased a couple of cigars that uh, I can only liken to those those miniature baseball bats that you got as a giveaway at the at the stadium that had the little pen in it. I was leaning more towards like the the horse leg pencil you get as a kindergartner. Either which way, it's yeah. the Asylum Thirteen uh, Pandemonium, and so I have got the eight and a half by sixty, which <sighs> is just ludicrous. I went with a smaller gauge. I didn't go with the eight and a half by seventy, which was the largest option available. To True, me. that would have so, been obnoxious. Yeah. So these are these are a large all day smoke. This is definitely going to last the episode plus a the, lot the, more. The cheap bastard inside me really just kind of wants to cut it in two and make a couple of like Robustos. I don't think that would work well. It may not, but I'm that guy. I, I think it would unravel and just go straight to shit on you. It would, but I, yeah. uh, then I just put it in. What I do when I have a cigar unravel, I just put it in my pipe and smoke it. You don't smoke a pipe. I have a pipe. You have a pipe, and you told me just earlier that it has a crack in it. Yeah, you I need cracked to get my a new pipe. One. I don't know if I got it too hot or what happened. So I need to come over to the world-famous Hill Cigar Company. So you're and supposed buy a to new heat pipe. all that stuff up in the spoon. That's a whole <laughs> different thing. <laughs> and then you got to put the cotton in it. It's a whole it's thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah. So. I watch Breaking Bad. I know these things. Okay. <laughs> so we are joined by Jess. I'm sure she's so happy to be here after say. that conversation. <laughs> they do not. I mean, yes. So well, anyway, we're from Illinois. We're joined by Jess <laughs> with the with the Hill Cigar Company, and she's going to come on and tell us about the pandemonium because I'll admit I was unable to find much in the way of information about it when I looked it up. But I think it's a brand new cigar they've just got in stock. Oh so. my god. I'm excited. So. Hello, Jess. Hello. So Jess is you're the manager here, correct? Correct. I, I'm here to make sure, you know. Things run well. Nobody gets into too much trouble. Too, well. Too much. Too trouble. much. <laughs> Enough trouble to have a little we've, bit of fun. We've <laughs> talked about various <laughs> times here before on the show, so people are aware somewhat. All right. Well, cool. So tell us a little bit about what we're smoking tonight. So it's a pandemonium by Asylum Cigars, which is um, in partnership with CLE. Uh, so that is uh, uh, Lazuka, Tom Lazuka okay. is in charge of that. That that's his baby. Okay. Put it that way, and he does tend to make a lot of bigger engaged cigars. Yeah, I noticed uh, that they have a lot of the seventies and eighties and the, the really yeah. large stuff. But yeah, so that's 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 kind of what they're known for. Um, this has a uh, this this was released at the the trade show just this past year in July. Okay. Um, just got it in a couple of days ago. Uh, just put it out last night. Make sure it sits for a moment so that it. Uh, is ready for everybody to smoke. But, you guys uh, put a lot of care into maintaining the humidor and everything within it. 
Yeah, and it's important when the weather is a little more extreme. Yeah. You know, you want to, like, set some things aside, make sure they kind of acclimate to the temperature of of the of the uh, establishment and, and the humidity and everything because you don't want to open up a box, take a cigar out, and it pops, especially if we know... That's not in this case, but if something with a, a the nice Connecticut wrapper on it, yeah. nice and delicate, we're like, yeah, let's let's wait, definitely wait, maybe a week on that one, and, yeah, and yeah. not open up, especially you know our lovely uh, 10, 20 degree days that oh, will yeah. probably be coming at some point. I think tomorrow <laughs> is supposed to be a high of what thirty nine. Yeah. yeah, so it's getting gross around it's, this it's getting, area. It's getting there. So. Uh, but, uh, so anyway, so back to the pandemonium. <laughs> so the pandemonium is 100% Nicaraguan scar. Okay. So that tells you a lot right there. It's it's going to be a full body. Don't smoke it too fast. Ooh, Jeff's on a, <laughs> are you on a time limit there? He's nodding yes. He's on a little bit of a time limit. So we'll see. Well, how. I did smoke that earlier today, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> the same one that you have. <laughs> yeah, Jeff so. went with the, what is that, 52? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The smallest size of the uh, of the uh, of the three of them. Jeff went smaller. So. <laughs> it's very dainty. Very dainty. <laughs> anyway. You guys gonna so line them up? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and do this. So. You want me to switch back to Jeff? Well, I mean, if you would like to, do you have other? Is it? Do I have other plans? Do you have other plans? <laughs> I, have no I mean, plans, it's no. a, well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I was I was ill prepared tonight. I only brought the board that has the the plugins for the mm-hmm. two microphones. But my plan is going forward, I've got the board at my office with four and I have additional microphones. So then that way we can have people sit in and enjoy and take part in all this. So going forward, yeah. we'll have we'll have more more interaction. That would be great, especially, you know, we've got all sorts of characters here. Oh, so, I know. We met a know. few of them in the last episode. But That's yeah, right. But <laughs> so. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we'll get a few more going. All so, right. But all right. Well, thank right. you, Jess. No problem. Appreciate it. Enjoy, guys. Thank you. So that was Jess, the manager of the, as we say, world-famous St. Louis Landmark Hill Cigar Company, giving us the details about our cigar. She rocks. Now, I, I didn't have right. the mic on, so I couldn't talk, but... Uh, you may have heard me screaming it in the background, but, you know, I smoke a smaller ring gauge cigar because I have nothing to prove. Yeah, well, <coughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, by the way, I want to point out, I took the tissue off of my cigar so as not to make noise tonight. Such a dick. Yes, th- th- there is no cellophane <laughs> on this cigar. It is just... So Nick, Nick still has tissue. the tissue on his. Uh, I do. Oh. <laughs> that sounded very fulfilling. Just going to say. It was my turn. <laughs> my turn. How did you make tissue paper loud? That's all I want to know. I, you know, I'm better than you. I really you like cellophane. I really like this band. This band is gorgeous. It's, it's, a, it's pretty a cool. Black band with skulls with with red, you know, real rich red skulls and like little silver highlights to it and everything. It's a very pretty band. It's delightful. Time to cut the cigar. And once again, we are sitting here at a cigar lounge, and Jeff has no cutter, and I assume no lighter. Oh no, he does have his lighter, but does it have butane? I brought the welder. I'm not going to lie, dude. This thing, bordering on obnoxiously large. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... You know, really for the price point, though, it's a That's a valid point. I think I paid a little over $12. I paid $11.5 for mine. And I'll tell you, for... Well, that's a beautiful cut. For $12, mm. 
I have... Uh, this is going to take a while. I mean, there's no way you Yeah, this, are, this may be a four-hour episode, there's folks. There's no way you and I are concluding this episode you get on with the cold our draw? final thoughts. You know, I didn't... I'll be honest, I was talking. I didn't really pay that much attention. What are you getting? Other than mushmelon and... Uh, <laughs> Chicklets. Chicklets. <laughs> Maybe one of the funniest things I've ever said. Leather. I could see that. Yep, I'm getting leather. Because I'm kind of getting it off the... Uh, off the cigar. Fair enough. I swear I have butane. Uh-oh. That thing's just clicking over there. I think my battery is... Do these have batteries? Something's going out. I think there's some sort of battery yeah. or whatever in there. Here you go, Jeff. <laughs> Borrow up. my lighter. <laughs> hey, first try. I, I win again. That's what happens. It's the Vertigo Cyclone. The Vertigo Cyclone with the... As Mr. Jonathan says, the patented big-ass Vertigo tank. And let me tell you, that cigar lighter, or that torch, is a workhorse. I have beat that thing to hell. I think it's gone through the wash at least once. This thing just takes a lick mine's and it keeps dead. on ticking. I mean... I think mine's a battery issue. I'm going to have to change out the battery. Well, first impressions... It's almost hard for me to get a draw on this thing because I think the smoke has to come such a long way. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to suck harder, Nick. This is the episode that gets the explicit tag. Yeah. Apple I think that's a given. Apple finally listens to an episode of the Cigar <laughs> Pulpit and says, why in the hell is this not labeled explicit? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's, it's easily medium to full-bodied. This, Stretch for me. No, this is a cigar. So, okay, yeah. So Jeff actually picked the cigar for us tonight. He saw a post on the Hills Facebook page advertising the pandemonium. and So, so yeah, I mean, it's definitely... I said, hey, it's something new. we got to give it, it a shot. It is something new, and uh, it is a very full-bodied, strong cigar, which, like I said, is a little surprising that you'd be the one promoting it. But, you know, I mean... You know, I wanted to I'm okay it with it. I'm definitely okay with it. I so was in far. the mood to experiment tonight. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. The plan for this episode actually originally was going to be slightly different, and I'm not going to tell. I'm not. I'm not going to get into that because but we're working on the fly. We are working on the fly. Um, I'm not going to get into what the plan was because, quite frankly, it came together so quickly that reasonably I don't feel as though the guest that we were trying to get was given a proper amount of time to, to fit us into their schedule. Yeah. And so um, there's no hard feelings whatsoever. I mean, it, it, it just – I was asking a lot to be able to pull this off. Yeah, in, we'll in circle back. For that. But, yeah, we'll circle back. Because it's going to be a good interview. I think it'll be a really good interview, and I'm really looking forward to smoking that cigar. Mm -hmm. Really looking forward to that cigar because that is – that is not one that you and I are finding uh, anytime soon. So True that. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, Jeff, I've had a couple of people message me through the uh, Instagram messenger that they, uh, they are working on our contest. They are going back. They're going back through. Over the episodes. And I had one uh, fan of the show send me a couple of uh, I guesses. And um, it's hard to wade through the dumb to find the it nugget. It is really hard to wade through the dumb to find the one nugget that I left in by it's accident. It's like a needle in a dumb stack. <laughs> um, 
You get that? I, what did, I, did, there? I did get that. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so they uh, we do have at least two people that I know that have messaged me saying that they're pouring over episodes trying to find the one thing that we said. And so I'm hoping, hoping one of them can do it. And I'm not going to lie, as time goes on and they continue to message me saying, you know, has anybody found it yet? I'm still looking. Boy, I feel so bad for these two. That prize pack is getting larger by the day there you go. because so I what, have to make it worth their while when they finally find what, it. What Nick is referencing here is we left something in an episode. Now, it, we know what it is because we say it a lot, joking amongst ourselves, but it got in, unintentionally left in an episode. Yes, I did not mean to leave it in. Normally, I cut out any reference to it. The problem but is nobody in, has a frame inside, of reference for it. No, nobody does have a frame of reference for it. But it's one joke that... We think is probably a bridge too far. Yeah. And if you... you know, I mean, and let's be real. If you've listened to the show with any sort of consistency, you know that there's not too many things that we think is a bridge too far. But in this case... Yeah, it was a little yeah. much. It was a bit of a bridge and, too far for. And Nick did the editing and uh, forgot it. And I forgot it. And the next day, I was going back and over and listening to the episode. And I sent Jeff a text. I said, "Holy crap! I forgot to cut what we're talking about." And yes. uh, I basically uh, put out a contest saying that if you can figure out what that that unintentional inside joke was. That I would send a prize pack to you. You know, Nick, there are and a I lot know of... we've at least got two people looking for it. There so. are a lot of hours in the day. There are. There are. And there's only 22 episodes of the Cigar Pulpit after we finish this a one. A lot of hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I see what you did there. <laughs> it took me a moment, actually, but I see what you did there. Subtle. Yes. If it's are, subtle enough, you didn't catch it. There it's are a lot of hours, hours. Yes. in the day, so... Anyway, we'll just leave it at that. So, Jeff, I was, like I said, we are we are kind of going by the fly here. We are. And so, do you have anything that you wish to bring forward for God and country? I got nothing. Okay. So. <laughs> no, actually, I will say. Okay. This this is smoking very nice. It, you're you're puffing ahead on it further. I will. Well, I, I've also got a smaller ring gauge too. True. True. It's not. Well, it's not as uh, strong and harsh as I thought it was going to be. It's heavy. It's not strong. No, it's not strong. But it's heavy. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. And uh, it's putting off smoke. It is. I am a little... I, I, I've got a fairly even burn line. I do have one little divot that I'm sure if I were to just sit and just crank on this thing, it would probably... Correct. End up canoeing on me really bad. Oh, you don't think you can self-correct it? I, I well, what I'm thinking is I think I need to smoke it slowly for it to self-correct. Mm. I think if I were to sit and just like rapid puff on it, I'm thinking that would be the thing that would cause it to. I to sent Nick a picture really the bad. other day of what I, I tend to smoke cheaper, and I'm not going to throw out the brand because mm-hmm. I don't want to dog them. I actually like the cigars, but I had one of their sticks. It it high out. speed exploded on you yes it did that's the best it's like somehow the fire tunneled like an inch and a half down the cigar and burst through just blew that thing out yeah yeah it was it it created a tunnel it was quite the janky cigar experience it's quite the picture (laughs) that i said yeah Yeah. does it have the band on it in the picture i hope not 
If it doesn't, if it does, you may have to crop that out. If it doesn't, then I'll post it. If it does, then yeah, I'll have to see what kind of. There's another contest. People can guess what cigar it was. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah, that's. I don't want (laughs) to. No, because I I don't want to shit on any brand. And I smoke a lot of those cigars. Um, and anybody that listens to the podcast will probably be able to tell. Probably knows um, what you're but talking I smoke about. a lot of those cigars, and that may be the first one I've ever had to do that. And you're all, they're hand, you know, if, if these are handmade products, you're always going to have a little something here and there that's a little, you know, different, an anomaly now and then. Yeah. But well, out, of, out of hundreds of those I've smoked over the years. I was going to say, I know, haven't seen one of those do that to you. I haven't seen a cigar do that ever like that. Yeah. I've had some problems with that brand. Just the few times that I've attempted it, but I, well, you and you're know. also the difference there is you're smoking a two dollar and fifty cent to three dollar cigar compared to this, you know, eleven eleven fifty cigar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And but yeah, mine's mine's actually working really well. Yeah, Jeff got paid today. He's stocking up the humidor. <laughs> he went in with the tray. I got. And I did buy a few cigars. And, I did oh. buy a few cigars. <laughs> well, I use, I also used my 10% discount. That's true. Because at the Hill, one of the things they have is the Clover app. and It's basically like a little rewards program. It really the is. More, it's the really more you neat. buy, you, know, you get points, and then you can either get 5% or 10% Well, often. the beauty of it was I you racked up another 200 points tonight using the discount. So true. I'm, you know, I'm saving money buying stuff. And, I mean, I bought a box tonight. I bought a box of the... Uh, the the fat bottom Bettys, the six by sixties came in, so that yeah. was that was nice. I was able to get those. There you so, go. And I used my my ten percent through the Clover app to do so. Beautiful. Yep. But so I was talking to uh one of the gals in my office today. I was I was lamenting the fact that it has gotten too cold for me to sit out back of my office on the stoop and uh have a cigar throughout the day because I would like to do that periodically yeah you know just it's 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 i can't smoke in my office so it's a nice way for me to go outside i smoked in your office last yeah, week I, uh, jerk <laughs> anyway i can't I, smoke I, actually i didn't smoke in there but i set my cigar down and i think it smoked a little bit because when we came back to the office it was it, smoky in my office yeah, it smelled like a lounge so i had to like open up the window and the doors and air that out but i like to sit out back and just kind of Take a break, take a smoke break during the day. Go have go have my cigar, sit outside, and just kind of watch the day go by. It's been great throughout the spring and summer. Unfortunately, though, as we were talking about with Jess, it is starting to get to be wintertime in St. Louis. Yeah. It's a little early, in my opinion, quite frankly. I'm a little we disappointed. We skipped fall. We did skip fall. We and flat I'm, I'm really fall. disappointed in that. And what I'm really afraid of is that we're going to just get pounded this winter. Yep. I'm really, really freaked about that. But Yeah, I think you're accurate there. But anyway, we were talking about, you know, me sitting outside, and they reminded me of the time with the lady and the mattress. Oh, uh, have we told that story? I know, not on the podcast. Oh, you need to tell but that But I told you so- that story, right? It's the greatest thing ever. So... I'm sitting outside behind my office. Now, there's there's um, kind of a concrete slab patio thing there. And then there's a, a step and another step. that, Or there's one step and then the ground. So, you know, two steps up from the ground, I guess, would be the best way to describe it. So I'm sitting on the, on the patio. And I've got, you know, I'm just sitting there. And behind my office is an alley. And that alley 
links up with the gravel parking lot of the American Legion Hall that is located behind my building. Okay? Now, the Legion Hall there, there are some great people that go to that Legion Hall. They do some great things. They do a lot of fundraisers for various charities and whatnot in, in my area. They're, they're constantly doing all kinds of fun stuff. They do, they're a safe spot for trick-or-treating at Halloween. They do an Easter egg hunt. They do all kinds of cool stuff. They give back. Legion Hall. They and you're a, you're a military area. You're close to Scott Air Force Base. Mm-hmm. And I thought I'd throw that out since we're coming up on Veterans Day. Precisely. And so, you know, they're, they're, this is Legion Hall. Well, in a, I'm not saying they're not good people, but there's a fair amount of bar flies that like to hang out at that Legion Hall as well. You'll have that. And this is one experience that I had with one. So Buckle up, folks. <laughs> the building next door, I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm having my cigar. And the building next door to me, I notice that they have on their lawn a box spring and a mattress. This Good quality is, item. This is well, you know, you're 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 making a joke, but actually, this is a fairly nice looking queen mattress. <laughs> you mind if I fumigate this here mattress? It's a fairly nice looking queen size mattress. It's um, it was not dirty. It it wasn't like stained up or anything. I mean, I could see this from where I was. Yeah, you know, I mean, I could see that this was not. A filthy but looking mattress. But it's still mattress. a random mattress it that is someone still was killed a ran- on. I don't know about that, but it is still a random mattress. And box that was covering up a crime. Laying, was ditching that mattress, laying out on the lawn behind the neighboring business. Yeah, next door to mine, which is a coffee and shop. It it was a coffee. It is yeah. a coffee shop. <laughs> and um, so this is sitting there, and I see it, and I just think, oh, crap, somebody's gonna have to pick that up. Won't be me, but somebody will pick that up. And as I'm sitting there. Uh, my neighbor in the building comes walking up, Charlie. And Charlie's an appraiser, and he's kind of an older guy, and he starts talking to me about the cigars and how, you know, he used to enjoy cigars and all this kind of stuff and whatever else. And So we're just kind of talking, and next thing you know, this red car pulls up, and this woman... You're going to change the names to protect the innocent, right? I don't know this... Well, I don't really know her actual name. Okay. So this this red car pulls up, and this woman rolls the window down. She's like, hey, guys, what's going on? (laughs) I love the voice. And I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) And she goes, that's a big old fatty you got there. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, thanks. And referring to my cigar. Thinking it was bought. Uh, Precisely. Yeah. So then she's like, either you guys need a ride? And we're like, well, that's sketch as hell. We're like, no, no, I'm good. And she looks at Charlie, and she goes, how about you, man? You need a ride? He's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm here. And she goes, are you sure you don't want to come with me? And he's like, no, I'm good. And she's like, we can go have some fun. And he's like, I don't know if my wife would appreciate that. And she's oh, like, she's like oh, no wives here. I don't like marriage. I have no wives here and all that. And I'm like thinking, holy crap, what wow. is going on here, man? How do we walk into these stories? Dude, I got a million of them. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so this woman proceeds to hit on Charlie for a while. And I'm fairly certain she was trying to pick him up for some sort of liaison. It sure just sounds like it. So finally, Charlie ends up bailing and getting into his church van and leaving because he drives one <laughs> of those van. giant awesome. econo-sized church vans. I mean, he could transport 12 in that thing with no problem whatsoever. And so he gets in his van and leaves. 
And so now I'm stuck sitting there with still half at least of my Perdomo to go. And you got nowhere to run to. I got nowhere to run. And she, so she's asking me about the cigar. And she's like, can I get a puff of that? And I'm like, nah. I said, I, I got a cold. I'm like. Uh, can I get a puff yeah. of that? Yeah. I'm like, I got a cold. I, I don't want to share. I don't want you to get my germs. I don't care. And I'm like, I do. <laughs> and so. <laughs> God, so I wish I'd seen this. That's when the conversation turned. Oh, it hadn't already taken a turn. Mm-mm. And this is when she asks the pivotal question of, hey, you know anything about that mattress? I knew that was coming. <laughs> and I look over at the mattress. I'm like, no. Nah. I said, I know it's been there a couple days. Now, mind you, this is on Monday of yeah. this week. All right. I first noticed that mattress on Saturday of that prior. So it's been in the it's elements. been in the elements for a couple days. And I believe it did rain Saturday morning. So I, I told her, I said, you know. I said, no, I don't. I said, it's been there a little while. I said, I, I saw it on Saturday, and I think it rained. She goes, looks all right to me. Looks like a perfectly good mattress. I'm like, oh, God. Oh. So she's like, I don't know about that. So you, she, you know me. So I'm going to jump in so here. So she leaves. <clears throat> you know that's me. That's the end of that, that I, day. I tend to be a bit of a dumpster diver. You know, I'm, I'm all okay. for... You know, recycling, reusing, repurposing. Mm -hmm. Not a mattress. Because a crime was committed on that or someone was killed. That's all I'm saying. she proceeds to leave, and that's the end of it for that day. Tuesday. So this would be the point in the Law & Order episode where it would be the black screen with the white letters that say Tuesday. Dun-dun. You know, so (laughs) Tuesday. Dun-dun. We, uh, I'm back out back having another cigar. And because Tuesday is my layout day for the newspaper. And if anybody follows me on Instagram, you'll know that I like to enjoy cigars. I'm doing my layout. You do? I was uh, at the office doing my layout. So I took a break and went out back. So I'm sitting out there. This car comes rolling up. And by God, if it isn't my friend and a dude. Crazy something. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yep. I did <clears throat> neglect that part of the story from yep. Monday. She asked me what my name was, and I said my name was Nick, and I asked her what her name was, and she goes, they just call me the crazy old bitch. And I'm like, well, what's your name? And she goes, they call me the crazy old bitch. And I said, well, I guess I'll call you the crazy old bitch then. And we moved on. Well, she wouldn't tell me her name. (laughs) So anyway, so Tuesday rolls around. I'm sitting out back having a cigar, and by God. Tuesdays with. Who rolls up but the crazy old bitch and some random guy in the passenger seat. Yeah. And... This time, we dispense with all formalities, and she rolls down the window. She goes, hey, you know anything about that there mattress? And I'm thinking, boy, this is familiar. And I said, no. I said, it's not my mattress. I said, it's been out there since Saturday. I think it's rained on it a little bit, but I don't know anything about it. She goes, there was a box spring there the other day. So now I look over, and by God, she's right. The box spring's gone. Somebody ganked the box spring. Somebody ganked the box spring overnight, but left the mattress. So I'm thinking, all right, well, I didn't know. But I said, yeah, I I don't know about that. I said, but no, it's it's been out there a couple days. It's a really nice mattress. So she goes driving away. About 10 minutes later, she comes rolling back up, parks at the Legion, goes inside. After a few minutes, I see her come out of the Legion, and she starts walking over to my area. And she's that wasn't your cue to get up and go back inside. Oh, no, dude. I had to see this through. So (laughs) there was this other guy walking over there with her. So now it's another dude. Okay. 
So mind you, there was one guy that went with her somewhere. They were gone about 10 minutes, and they both came back. So we'll call him the 60 Going for an iced tea or we'll whatever. We'll call him the 60-second scam. And <laughs> <laughs> from there... They may have just gone to get a burger at McDonald's. Yeah, I don't think that was what was going on. They sell burgers we're, we're at the Legion. We're going to go with that so we don't get sued. Burgers at the Legion are pretty good. But anyway. You know, I never ate there. They've got their meatloaf. I've been told oh God, they I have lo- great meatloaf. Ah, the meatloaf. Right? I've been told they have great meatloaf. Um. So anyway, so she comes walking over with this other guy. And this guy is like talking to her. And he's like, what are we? He's like, you don't want that. <laughs> And she's like, look at it. It's really nice. And he goes, I don't know about this. And so they're standing over this thing. And she goes, look, it's really nice. And she kind of like finally jumps onto it and like flops onto the mattress. And I'm like, oh. So she's like, it's so soft. It's good. It's, It's really nice. So he looks at me and he goes, what do you know about this mattress? I said, dude, I'll tell you the same thing I told her. I said, it's been out here since Saturday. I know it's rained on it, and I said, other than that, I don't know anything about the mattress. So he looks at her, and he says, come on. This mattress has been sitting out since Saturday. You don't really want this. She goes, it's really nice. It's better than what I got. And she's like, hey, would you help him load up this mattress for me? Now, I'm trapped at this point mm-hmm. because I'm sitting outside. I've still got half Mister, my cigar. Mr. I want to see it through. I've got half my cigar. And I'm thinking, well, I can't be a dick and say no and just watch him, like, struggle to pick up this queen-size mattress and put it in the truck. Yes, you could have. I could have. Okay. Well, I'll I, give you that. I would have felt bad, too. So I, I, I stood up, and I walked over, and I noticed this thing had handles on the side, like little plastic handles. So I'm like, okay, at least it's got plastic handles. I don't have to touch the actual mattress, per se. And so um, she goes running back to the she, – she tell well, no, I'm sorry. First she tells us. Oh, yeah, grab it, and we'll take it over to that blue truck over there. Now I'm thinking, she's got a blue truck? And then, so then the guy's like, why don't you pull the blue truck over here? Oh, that's a good idea. So See, she goes running over. That guy's a problem solver. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can I point something out at this during the story? Hmm. Why do they put the handles on the long sides of the mattress where and you not- don't carry it and not the front and back where you do? Just pointing that out. Just, just tossing that out there. They want to make you struggle, Jeff. Apparently. Want to make you struggle. Yeah. So anyway, so she runs over and she gets this blue pickup truck. And let me tell you, folks, it was a night and day difference with this blue pickup truck versus the red car that she was driving. That red car was, it has seen better days. But this blue truck, this was a nice big blue truck. Plenty of space for a mattress. Late model Dodge. I mean, this was, this was a nice blue truck. So she comes over, we pop the tailgate, and he and I load it up in there and everything, and she is just giddy. I mean, just over the moon. It's so nice. It's so much better than what I got. I'm going to sleep so good tonight. And he's like, don't you, uh, do you have a queen bed already? And she's like, no, I got a a full, but that's okay. I'll just put it on there. He's like, well, it's not going to fit the frame. And she goes, ah, it'll be fine. I'll just, it'll, it'll, it'll hang off a little bit. It'll be fine. That's how you break a hip. Well, that's what she's doing. So, folks, I don't know what it is. She drove away with the mattress. And I hate to leave you on a cliffhanger, but I do not know what ended up happening to the mattress. I've wanted to see the crazy old bitch at least one more time just to ask her, you know, 
how the mattress was. I still can't get over that name. The anyway. only thing I can figure is that mattress was infested with bed bugs. Um, yep. Or infested with. At best. At best. Or infested with some sort of DNA. Either blood oh. or some other type of DNA. From either a crime or a, up a little. really, really passionate night. Right in my mouth. All I know is that mattress and box spring was defiled enough for somebody to abandon it behind the coffee shop next door to my building. And that was evidence of a crime. She decided she was going to pick it up and take it. Well, okay then. Now, you mentioned something. Yes. We do have a fair amount of military in our area. One theory that has been put forth in this whole grand saga is that perhaps somebody was deployed to like Korea or had to ditch it Japan yeah. or something like that to where they knew they were going to be living in like an apartment the size of a shoebox. They didn't have room for a giant bed and they had to ditch it quick. So they figured, screw it. We'll just ditch it behind, you know, by because there is a dumpster behind my building. We're going to go didn't with put that. it in the dumpster. We're going to go with that. Okay. That's what happened. We're going with that. Because anything else just makes my skin crawl. But that was that was what happened. So I have an idea so. for you. <clears throat> and I think we should make this happen. Okay. I want to be able to make your life easier, Nick. and Because you know I'm all about making your life easier. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I want to get you one of those little mom tents that people put up at the soccer games. For <laughs> 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 you to sit... <laughs> On the concrete step behind your building and just sit and hotbox yourself with a cigar. I don't want to asphyxiate myself in a mom tent. Crack the window. I do have that little space heater. I'm saying. I don't, know, I don't know if that be... little space heater can handle the elements behind the, my building, though, because that the, wind does whip through that alley. The image good. of you shoehorned into one of those little bitty tents, just puff it away, just delights me. Oh, my God. We got to make this happen. And I'll take pictures all day long. <laughs> so my buddy Michael Henderson, who is the uh, director of sales for EP Carrillo, has been texting me here as we've been recording. He apparently when is he coming on? I uh, we're gonna have to make that happen. At Come on, Michael, step up, point. buddy. We need you. He is uh, in Atlanta and apparently just sent me a uh, video and is insisting that I watch it. Um, and Michael, I will watch it as soon as we are done recording. This show. Now, Nick uh, was referencing something the other day, and I'm going to bring this up real quick. So apparently, there's a group on Facebook. It may even be a closed group. I don't know. But we've heard a little uh, intel that we've been named amongst the top maybe four or five cigar podcasts to listen to. For the McAuliffe Ambassadors, yes. So the McAuliffe uh, brand little, of cigars. little inside knowledge here for they us. They have an uh, um, ambassador program. And, and anybody can join it. It's a free program. Basically, you go, I guess, on their website. I need to look into this myself. And you can join up and be a McAuliffe ambassador. And what's kind of cool, I guess you get a challenge coin from them that has your ambassador number. And so what's been oh, that's cool is amongst these ambassadors, they kind of compare their numbers. And so, you know, if you're a lower number, then it's kind of like you have a higher ranking. Kind of like the stone cutters in the in the in the Simpsons, you know. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I imagine it's like that. You know, we do. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so yeah, so they have this program, and I guess um, as part of the being a McAuliffe ambassador, there's a closed Facebook group that is 
just for them. We're giving away all the secrets. I guess they must have had some sort of a poll or question or something about what podcasts you listen to. And totally unprompted, no advertising by us, no anything. Unsolicited. Unsolicited completely. You and I were named in the top like four or five podcasts that people listen to. And I guess the top two uh, that were named were the Cigar Authority and Cigar Talk, which Cigar Talk, McAuliffe is a uh, sponsor of their podcast. Now, I want to throw this out. Um, The Cigar Authority, this weekend, if I'm not mistaken, Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. putting out their 500th episode. And I want to give them a shout out for that. Big 500. I think it's a huge deal. They've been going at it for nearly 10 years. Every Saturday. They're setting the bar. And they they are setting the bar. They're doing their 500th episode this Saturday. And they, well, tomorrow, because this episode will come out on Friday. So, yeah, so I guess yep. tomorrow is when their, their 500th episode will premiere. So be sure to tune in for that. And then they break the record next week with 501. That's awesome. And there's some question. There's some, some mystery. Are they going to keep going after 501? I think they should. This is me officially saying I think they should. I think they should as well. Did I, I started to talk about this on the last podcast. Have I ever told you about my favorite episode? I know you've listened to this one as well. I don't know. It's the episode we listened to it coming back from the Kansas City Cigar Festival. Oh, okay. It was the episode where they actually had the different tobaccos that were mixed in a cigar. Oh, in the separate uh, Aganorsa yes, challenge. Yeah. In, in separate uh, little like cigarello, basically, I guess it was. And they would smoke one, then they would smoke the other, then they would smoke them together and be able to taste the blend. Yeah, yeah. I was fascinated by that. They, I, I would like to do the Aganorsa Challenge or experience or whatever it is, because um, I guess they do that at events when they tra- when Aganorsa travels mm. to different cigar shops and things like. You know, I had never heard of that. And I was, I was intrigued. And I would like to do that just to be able to say, okay, this is Corojo ninety eight, and you know, this is whatever, and then. You taste them individually, and then once you taste them together, you can see how the blends actually work. Yeah. I think it'd be fascinating. I do, too. I agree. So, I don't know. I have some... I'm trying to think of what moments of the Cigar Authority I've enjoyed. I don't know. I just... I, I like the show because it's a good... I think they have a really good mix. When when they're all firing on all cylinders, I think it's a really good mix of people. You've got... You know, Dave, who's just kind of the happy-go-lucky guy. You've got Jonathan, who, or Mr. Jonathan, I should say, who's kind of snippy, snappy, but at the same time, I think he really knows his stuff. you got Barry, who le- who obviously knows his stuff, but at the same time just loves to just rag on Mr. Jonathan. And I think I like the banter between the two of them because I don't know how much of it is them just bickering back and forth in real life or how much is maybe for the show, but... I think that they... Uh, well, it's like you and I on here, because yeah. we don't actually talk in real life. We're not friends. No. No. I don't like hanging no. out with you. <laughs> at all. Not at all. <laughs> this is all the show, baby. Um, and then you got... I just have... I have this image Ed in my Sullivan. head that, like, Conan and Andy Richter are like that. That the, once the microphones and cameras go off, they just throw stuff at each other and storm away. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Ed McMahon and Johnny Carson did that. That's how Johnny Carson ended up passing away was Ed McMahon threw a lamp at him. Finally offed him. Finally offed him. Yeah. Just couldn't, you know, beat him to death. Doc with Severance had better again. Beat him to death with the giant check. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. The, 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 that goes, that's the Mandela effect. What? 
the Ed McMahon Ed thing? Ed McMahon didn't have the big check. Ed McMahon totally did the big check. I'm saying, look it up. Ed look McMahon. it up right now. Because that was uh, uh, Publisher's Clearinghouse, and Ed McMahon never rep for Publisher's Clearinghouse. There are lots of other Mandela effects. C-3PO, by the way, did not have a silver leg. I call bullshit on that. Ed McMahon, Publisher's Clearinghouse. Because I have one of the original figurines, and that sucker is all gold, just like he was in the movie when it came out. Did Ed McMahon ever work for Publisher's Clearinghouse? Ed McMahon was never a spokesman for Publisher's Clearinghouse. He worked for a rival company called American Family Publishers. While Publisher's Clearinghouse winners have always been notified by their popular prize patrol, American Family Publishers is no longer in business. Well, that's just crap, because I remember I'm telling you, it never happened. The Mandela effect, my friend. I'm not sure, but I think you can probably find information about that on the Googles. Here's a YouTube video that says 100% proof of Ed McMahon with Publisher's Clearinghouse. See, that's the thing. Sounds like a deep fake to me. This whole Mandela effect thing. So explain this. Explain this. Okay, so the Mandela effect, it's named after Nelson Mandela because a lot of people remember Nelson Mandela passing away in the late 80s. Okay. Somewhere in there. But he didn't. But people remember it. And what the Mandela effect refers to, and it's all over the internet. All you got to do is do a quick Google search and you'll get inundated with info. Basically, what it comes down to is the fact that we remember things differently than they actually are. Now, the question is, are we all in some sort of matrix where someone's just changed the code and the programming, and now we all, now it's different, but it we remember it the old way? You know, there there's a lot of really weird out there theories to this. One of them is uh, Berenstein Bears. Yeah, the books. Yeah, they're not Berenstein, they're Berenstein. Berenstein. Berenstain Bears. Look it up. I don't want to look it up. I'm making Nick do some work tonight. That's one of the other ones. And I referenced this earlier. Star Wars. C-3PO now has a silver leg in the movie. In the original movie. Holy crap. A New Hope. You're right. It is Berenstain. Yeah. There are lots of examples of this. Those are the ones that come to mind. Weird. Right? Do you remember C-3PO having a silver leg? No. He was gold. No, he has a silver leg. Yeah, he's gold. Watch A New Hope now. He has a silver leg. Well, but see, they've changed okay. changed it. Yeah, they've changed it because George Lucas has dicked with that movie so many different times. It's like not even close to the Jar-Jar, original version Jar-Jar. that came out in the 70s. Sorry, not Jar Jar. Um, Jabba. Jabba was a different person in the original movie, and he's now different. He's now Jabba the Hutt that we know from the other movies, you know, before he got killed, you know, when... Uh, oh, Leia strangled him. Leia didn't she? strangled yep. him with Leia the chain. Leia strangled him. That's yeah. right. In the bikini. <laughs> well, with the chain, but yes. Yes. But she was in that metal bikini oh, that we God. all remember in our childhood. Um, I mean, but I no, was two. No, if you go look up C3PO's leg. I That movie came out in 83, I believe. Okay. I was I, a little older. I was two. My parents took me to that, and I remember going to see it in the theater. I have one of the figurines. I've sent you pictures of this, actually. Mm-hmm. And I have one of the figurines. And he is completely gold, but he's not now. My figurine's still gold, but the movie has him with a silver leg. Look look that up real quick. I'm not going to look that up. You should look that up. I, I, it, I trust you. But see, like I said, that one at least I can feasibly understand because but, George but Lucas claim, is dicked with those movies so much. But the claim is that, that it was always that, it was that way. Okay. That's the claim is that it was always that way. I don't think it was. I mean, it may, it may be the claim, but 
That is the claim. It was not always look, that way. Look, look it up. Research it. I'm not going to look that up. Why not? The people, not. The, our, our, our people need to know. I don't know about that. So, Well, there you go. Well, why don't you uh, hit our commercial then while you're looking that up? So, yeah. So, we have partnered with MyMonthlyCigars.com. So, MyMonthlyCigars.com is a subscription cigar service where you can get a box of cigars sent to you every month with either two cigars for $20, four cigars for $30, or eight cigars for $50. The eight cigar box has two of each of the cigars in the four cigar box. And so it's good for you and a friend to kind of share and whatever else, or as Jeff likes to say, hoard them all. And so if you go onto their website and sign up today to get the four cigars or the eight cigars, you can smoke along with us because we're going to be using that as a kind of a a featured cigar featured cigar going forward and everything and so when you go on you sign up for the service you just put in offer called pulpit p-u-l-p-i-t in at checkout and you now get 20 percent off whoa wait what oh yeah it's upped it's up baby the game has changed the game has changed so it is now 20 percent off items in the store or um you get uh, free shipping off of your first subscription. So That's awesome. Yeah. So that's one of those things. And the one thing to note, there is an MSRP guarantee where all of the cigars in the box are valued at more than what you're paying for the box. So if you're getting the $30 box, you can be 100% guaranteed that all the cigars in the box are worth more than $30 retail price. That's awesome. And as we always say, try out the cigars, see if you find something you like. And then go to your brick-and-mortar, ask them to order that up for you. We're big supporters of our brick-and-mortar store, Precisely. not unlike our home store here, the Hill Cigar the Company Cigar in St. Louis. Precisely. It gives you the opportunity to try something, and then from there, if you like it, you go to your store, you tell them, hey, I really liked this, get a box of them in, and then they get them in, you get cigars you like, and they don't have the risk of getting something in that perhaps you don't like, and it's just going to sit on the shelf forever. Absolutely. And I want to write a wrong oh, gosh. that I learned about. So here, here at the end of the episode, I want to do this real quick. By the way, I'm going to pass my phone over to you because since you wouldn't look it up, I did. So I'll just give you that. Anthony Daniels confirms that C-3PO's always had a silver leg till now. Yeah. That's weird. That, it, it, he didn't. He was always gold. He was always he gold. Was always gold. In the original movie, A New Hope. But if you watch A New Hope now, it's a silver leg. But anyway, weird. I'm going to okay. write my wrong. I was say, what's so your wrong that you're writing? It was pointed out to me that I pronounced the name of another cigar store wrong. On one of the podcasts. You did. That's I did. right. We learned this after we recorded the last episode. Yes. It is not Yule Cigar Company in uh, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It is Yulee's. Well, there you go. That is how it's pronounced up there. No one bothered, No one pointed that out to me, but oh, I yeah, just read it the way, the way it is. But apparently uh, the preferred nomenclature, I, is that would be the right word, I'm guessing? In no, uh, pronunciation. Mil- the, the preferred pronunciation in Milwaukee, Wisconsin is Yulee's. So uh, just give a shout-out to Yuli's Great store, by the way. They have a really nice house blend. I'll also share one other little tidbit. So I received a phone call Monday that was from Diebel's Sportsman's Gallery in Kansas City. That's right. And they called me up, and they're like, hey, is this Nick? And I'm like, yeah. And they said, "Uh, are you aware that you have a prize basket sitting here? And I said, excuse me? And he said, yeah, you won one of the baskets at the Kansas City Cigar Festival, and uh, we're just wondering if you're going to come and get it. I'm like, 
I had no idea. So and we sat um, there and listened. Yeah, we listened well, for those because I was hoping to win something. We evidently missed my name, so yes. I uh, have asked um, Corey Frisbee from Weston Tobacco to grab that the next time he's at Diebel's, and then um, he's also a cigar rep over. for other stores. Precisely. And, so he's coming back yeah. to the St. Louis area. So he's going to swing by, pick that up, and bring it to me. Thank you, Corey. And yeah, huge thanks to Corey. And whose quite, idea was that? That was yours. And quite frankly, <laughs> um, I have no idea what's in this thing. So this is a total mystery. I remember there were about three baskets that I really threw in all my tickets on. You even bought extra tickets. I did. I bought 50 extra tickets because the extra tickets, the money raised for them, those extra tickets, went towards Big Brothers Big Sisters. So I figured, you know, even if I don't win, at the very least, I'm making a donation to Big Brothers Big Sisters. But they... uh, Looks like it paid off. It must have paid off. And so now I just wonder what it was that i got so well, stay tuned we'll for see. an upcoming episode for that yeah so good deal well nick it's what been do you great. Th- what do you think of the cigar i'm loving this thing so what are you getting off of it um it, it, like i said it's leathery it's like you said it's not overbearing but it is a strong cigar mm-hmm. leathery is a good description of it i'm further in uh i'm about halfway through mine you've yeah, still you got are. you've still got the bulk of your cigar i've been talking more yeah i'm, I'm almost to a six by 60 yeah <laughs> These are, if you're looking for a long smoke to sit down and enjoy, I, I recommend it. It's a good cigar. Yeah, I like it. So so that was the Asylum Pandemonium. The Pandemonium. They're also uh, 7 by 70. Uh, no, seven it by was what? A eight and a half by seven. Oh, well, that's right. Eight and a half by seven. Eight and a half by seven. Yeah, neither one of us were up to that challenge this that evening. That was a bit more than I was willing to commit to. That's tonight. an all day smoke. That is a bit more. So. But, you know, the price point. For this size cigar and this this amount of tobacco mm-hmm. and a good quality constructed cigar, the price point was really nice. Mm-hmm. I'm extremely happy with it. Yep. So good deal. Well, cool. Fine effort. It was it was an effort. A valiant, valiant effort. Valiant effort. <laughs> so Jeff, any any words for Veterans Day? Since of the two of us, you're the one that at least briefly wore the uniform. I, for I country. did. I did wear our uniform for a very very short time. And I'll tell you what, I wore it long enough to realize the sacrifice that our men and women go through. And, you know, we've, we've got a lot of people that have deployed over the last several years since 9-11. And not, not to disparage anything prior to that, but, you know, there, there have been a lot of long deployments here. And there are a lot of people that have gone through a lot. And, you know, I just want to tell them that I'm thinking about them. And, you know, just remind everybody on Veterans Day, take a moment, think about it. Go to a Veterans Day service if you have one in your area. You may not think about going to that. Don't don't just take the day off um, if you're off that day. Go to the service. Go to the cemetery or the courthouse or wherever the service might be. And, you know, pay a little tribute to the guys that are uh, out there protecting us. Mm-hmm. Very well said. Well, with that, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Have a good night and stay smoky, everyone. <laughs>